Hello and welcome to the Queer Experience. I am your host, Eric Crumrein. I use he, they pronouns, and I will be running a little second part of a little game tonight called Monster of the Week. Um, if you listened last week, you heard some of our, our misadventures. And this week we are picking up where we left off. But before we jump into the game, let me reintroduce our players. Um, we'll just go down the line as I can see you on my screen. Um, so if you can just remind us, tell us your name, your pronouns, and remind us of your character and their pronouns. And I'm going to start with our good friend, Nanite. Hello, my name is Nanite. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, I am playing Aaron slash Astazel, the monstrous. Uh, he is a demon of avarice and use he slash any pronouns. Amazing. And Mr. Ray. Hi, I'm Mr. Ray. And I am playing Milton Hawthorne, the expert. Uh, Milton is a millionaire monster hunter of the bloodline of the infamous Nathaniel Hawthorne and Judge Hawthorne. Um, although Milton is not very much a magic fellow, he is very much um, a tech plus magic sort of folk. All and right. my and pronouns that... are he, him, and Milton's are he, him as well. Perfect. And Ben. Hello, I'm Ben. I use he, him pronouns. And my character is Scrooby Doot, a meddling kid who is a talking corgi. Uh, he uh, is an astrophysicist, uh, and he likes cheese. Awesome. So for folks who listened last week, just to give the quick recap, um, our intrepid players, or our hunters as it is in Monster of the Week, descended upon the town of Winterville, Massachusetts, where they were in this kind of lifetime hallmark holiday town freshly fallen snow it's so picturesque um they discovered a shopkeeper had been kidnapped upon further investigation they realized he had been kidnapped by elves for being on the naughty list of one santa claus um and we left everybody at an occult shop with a enthusiastic shop owner named silver who had just spilled all the beans to give them all of the plot points that they could possibly need in order to start moving forward and defeating Santa Claus. So we will pick it up there. The last thing in last week's episode was um, people were like kind of running out of their houses because the gifts that Santa had left them were not gifts per se. Um, and off in the distance, you heard a very menacing ho, ho. Oh, so players, given your location, series of events that have happened, what is your next step? Um, I want to roll investigate a mystery because now okay. we know what the threat is and I want to find out what's the best way. God, I'm going on the naughty list. What's the best way to kill Santa Claus? <laughs> Things, things you did not think you would say in 2022. How do I kill Santa? Yeah, so right, that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. A war. Um, yeah, go for it. Give me your, give me your investigation roll. All right. Ooh. That's eight on the dice plus two is a 10. Amazing. So the first thing I want to know is... Um, what's the best way I can hurt a fat man in a red hat? Hmm. Okay. And so are you consulting your, like your lore and some of your expertise 
things. Um, yeah, I, I like to think maybe I have um have it digitized and I'm looking through it like through an app I made on my phone. Yeah. Um. So you start scrolling through and like wildly enough, like you've never noticed it before, but there's actually an entry on Santa Claus. Like okay. in your like big grimoire of creatures of the night. Yeah, I mean it may be like Pierre Noel or something like that. Yeah, he's he's got different names depending on cultures. Like it also alludes like AKA Krampus, AKA Big Man in a Red Suit, oh, Saint Nicholas, gotcha. etc. Um <laughs> as all the mythos like derive from the OG Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um so and you said your question was like how do you get rid of him? Yeah, um, I think it's specifically how do you hurt it? Mm. Uh, you read a number of things that heart. So the bits of like Santa coming down the chimney, there's like some stuff that got chopped as like through over the years. And you realize that it wasn't that Santa came down the chimney. It was that people would light their chimneys to prevent Santa from coming down them. And it worked for like maybe a year or two until then he started recruiting the elves and some other other creatures that were able to put the fire out in the chimneys so then he could still enter their homes. Oh, I have just the thing for this. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> that concerns me greatly that you got so excited. <laughs> it concerns me when you say things, Milton. No, no, no. This, okay. this will be um, a spe- spectacular thing. And I believe you have a second question you can ask. Um, yeah, um, I want to know just, um, the question is, where did it go? Uh, I just want to know where, where is, um, uh, Santa Claus? So you would assume, um, and I'm going to assume that when you all met up that you like shared information about what you had discovered so far, Mm -hmm. we'll just say that that's a true thing. If that feels right. Yeah. 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 Um, so you note that like in some of the lore that you're reading up on, you discover that Santa has like Santa and his elves have their own language that they have developed that only they use. And so you're able to discern that the inscriptions above the door frames of houses are naughty and nice. Uh. And so you would assume that Santa will start at some point, um, as you have, kind of traipsed around for a little bit. Um, you realize that somehow like the day has gotten kind of away from you and you're, you're inching into like, I mean, it's, well, it's also winter. So the sun sets obscenely early, um, but you have like ventured into like, Oh God, the sun's setting. Um, and so you would assume he's going to like, he's going to make his way to naughty houses. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, um, so I do have a perfect remedy for this because it just so happens that Santa is, like many of us, very vulnerable to fire. <laughs> Milton. Yes. What isn't vulnerable to fire? Okay, well, I'm not, but... <laughs> yes, but this is this is an extreme, like, he's very flammable. Um, and as it just so happens, I happen to have my flamethrower in my truck. You have a what now? A flamethrower. Have have we not discussed this? I, I have a flamethrower. You never cease to surprise me. I think that's part of my charm. 
Um, mm-hmm. I want to roll preparedness to see how close I parked the, the van. Okay. Wait, you're rolling. You're rolling what? Uh, I have a move called preparedness. Um, okay. And it says when you need something unusual, a rare roll plus sharp. I think the way I'm doing this is because um, I don't see Milton carrying around a flamethrower casually. Right. So I see it in the Haven, but I just like, I don't know if he would have like left the van where it was parked or if he would have driven to the occult place to meet the others. Okay. So. Yeah. Right. Go for it. Give me your roll. Oh boy. Um, that is a three on the dice plus two. So um, for this move on a miss, you know where it is, but it's somewhere real bad. So um, this kind of gives you some ammo if you want to use against me, like, you know, uh, however you want to want to play this. So I'm going to say that the van. I'm going to say the van is across town back near the diner. Okay. And that when they they were like, oh, we're going over here to do the thing. You were like only maybe a block behind them the entire time, like making your way over. But okay. you have to like traipse back through town and um, like the town square with the Christmas tree. Like you have to go through everything to get back over to where the van is. All right. Um, then I want. I think I shall book it back to the van so I can get the flamethrower and, you know, I, I can drive back so it'll be faster and, you know, we can. We can take out Klaus. If you all would like to provide a distraction, I think we have a plan. All right. I mean, I can dig a hole to trap him in if you want to flamethrower him down a hole. Silver, do you have any expertise that might be of assistance? Uh, Silver Silver looks at you all and is like, "Mm, I... As a resident of this town, I do my best to not be involved in anything to do with the man in red. Um, because it doesn't... we're getting involved then. Right. And me offering assistance in any way beyond the information I've given you could be something that would tip me onto the naughty list. And that is not a place I would like to be. Then how about I make a purchase? A purchase is always welcome. Because you are not plotting against him. You are selling a customer specific goods. Mm, yes, yes, I do. I do see what you're saying there. Um, and so let me take a look. At my For my plight, what would you recommend? They say, I have an unorthodox suggestion um as it's the holidays and the few shoppers that i do get in here sometimes enjoy a small refreshment or a beverage um i do tend to keep milk and cookies on hand which i'm not saying they cause distraction but Perhaps a certain weakness is to be had for when fresh cookies are in the in the air or the aroma of fresh cookies are in the air. Lovely. I am a sucker for sweets. So they they like duck behind. They're like, hold on. And they come back out like you're not entirely sure like where they went and how they came back with it. But they come back with like 
a literal tray of like fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip? You cannot have those. But I want them. No. <laughs> and then they, they've they've got like one of those like small little like half gallons of milk. Marvelous. Do you and sell they, gasoline? Uh, they look in the like... Um, that was a joke. <laughs> it was very funny. Ha ha. <laughs> Thank you. You are a delight to shop with. And I, I wish you all the best in whatever endeavors you might be pursuing. And may you have a blessed Yule. And you as well, Silver. Let's go, Scroopy. You know, I have to put on my little doggy uh, shoes because it's cold out now. It's dark. So, before we exit the shop. <laughs> my, my little doggy shoes must be put on. Does Silver live, like... At the shop, or is there a place of residence elsewhere? Um, are you asking Silver, or are you trying to take in that information, just, like, based on what you can see? Just what I can see. Specifically, um, I'm looking for the naughty or nice above the doorframe. Yeah, so you, when you all walk out, you recognize, like, when you look up, you can recognize that it looks like there's an apartment up above. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly enough, there is nothing written above their door. Silver? Were you from out of town? And they kind of pause and they say, no, I live here. I have for, for some time now. Were you not born in this town? I mean, population's pretty small. It's so like not every, not, not a ton of, like at this point, I'm not sure who all was born here and who moved here. I mean, some of us have moved in. Over the years, I've been here maybe a decade. And you live upstairs. They look over at you and they're like, I, I do. Is that a problem? Mm, I'm not sure. And then you see them kind of, you see them stare at you for a second. And they they kind of do the thing where they're like piecing some things together in their brain. They go, Hmm. I am equipped to protect my store and my residence. If you are concerned about a lack of insignia outside, I have learned some tricks over my years that I do my best to simply not be noticed. And unnoticed you shall be. Have a good evening. And I walk out. Um, and I'll say, uh, Astazel, you wouldn't be for certain, but you almost, you feel like perhaps they're not 100% human. Like there might be some sort of myth, like similar, like not necessarily to the same degree as you. Mm-hmm. But that there is that there is some deeper magics that they would possess that might make them of something else. Okay. Just like your own knowledge as a character. Yeah. All right. So where so as you all walk out, you realize that like you kind of off in the distance somewhere, 
you hear this like I want to say it's like like in the vein of like the Nightmare on Elm Street, like one, two, Freddy's coming for you kind of a vibe. <laughs> but you hear this, like you hear the very creepy, like he's checking his list. <laughs> oh, Lord. Checking it twice. Children's choir. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And like whenever you like look in the direction of what it is you think you're here, like when you hear the, this like singing, chanting like you see these like little they almost look like like what you describe as like almost goblin looking one well, and, and Astazel would know that like these are that like likely these are the creatures that were in the the hardware store and I probably Milton is in your grim, grimoire you would have seen like a a picture of them um yeah. but they're like taunting the town like you can hear this like chanting being like taunted every like it's it says if the town has loudspeakers, but you don't see any. Mm, I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like that, but I like that. <laughs> and um, it like, and then as as you all are walking, the chanting it gets to the point where they're like, "Santa Claus is coming," and like everyone holds, waiting for the last two words, and it's. And instead of hearing the end of the song, you hear someone screaming, running out of their house. You like hear this like scream followed by what sounds like a crack against concrete, like a a person face planting, like around the corner from where you are. Oh, that's good. I move very quickly. Um, Over. Yeah, I think this is a good time for Milton to go ahead and enact his plan and start running back to the van. Um, okay. So if you want me to roll act under pressure to see how well this works out. Uh, yeah, since you suggested it, let's see. Let's see if it works for you. Okay. Um, I have a move for this called I've read about this sort of thing, which lets me use sharp instead of cool. And I think the in-game justification for this is I've read the town map, so I think I know how to get through like the back alleys and stuff to find the fastest route there. Okay, yeah, I'll allow it. Ooh, um, that's a seven. Okay. Um... Ooh, so that's... Worst outcome, hard choice, or a price to pay. So you realize as you start, like you start to move quickly and you realize as you start running that the town, aside from this like person you hear screaming and face landing on a sidewalk around the corner, there is not a person outside their home right now. And you recognize that if you run full sprint towards the van, the elves are going to follow you. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, you know what, in Milton's mind, that's a good thing because that means that they're more focused on me than other people. Okay. What a noble billionaire. I know. Millionaire. <laughs> you can tell right, this is a fiction. Oh, millionaire. Sorry. He's a good person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're, so you're running and you're taking, um, 
some elves with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. I'll let you do that first. I'm going to like, pause. I'm going to say you're like running off doing that and then we'll like come back to you in a second. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Astazel and, uh, Scrooby Doot. What are, what are you like? What's your plan of attack as you hear the sounds of this, like this person. And then you like, after you hear the like crack on the sidewalk, you hear this like woman, pleading for her life you hear her screaming no no dear god no i've been good i have been good all year no no um so as as i or i i whip around the corner so i can like actually see what's going on Um, okay what do i see i will peek around the corner cartoon style you know heads on top of heads (laughs) You see an eight foot tall man in red with a red hat. He has a large satchel over his shoulder and he has a whip in the other hand, which like maybe is like a writing, like a thing for reindeer. Like a writing crop. Yeah. And he's like maniacal looking like his eyes are like bright red almost looks like there's like flames inside of them if you were like to lock eyes with like it would it's just it's just a very grimace look um and you see him pulling like he's grabbing his like large bag over his shoulder and it looks like he is about to smash it on this woman this is the man taylor swift wrote about uh (laughs) No. All too um, well. Ten minute Taylor version. <laughs> I can make a trap, but I don't. Obviously, I would need to go do that. Um, I can't. Uh, I'll just throw script now. Just gonna throw the dog. <laughs> I can bark. <laughs> Should I be? <laughs> want me to be a nuisance and get at this att- attention? Um, so, so wait. So what? So what are? What is your? What is your plan? What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna give you like. 30 seconds to figure it out before this woman is just smashed. Um, okay. Uh, how far away are we? I'll say you're like a solid, like 30 to 40 feet. I'm going to (laughs) bark. All right. We got barking and then asked as hell. What are you, what are you? At least to divert attention. Um, is, is the woman like, like injured aside from about to be smashed? Like, is she trying to crawl away? She, it looks like when, when you heard the sound of like something smashing, like smacking onto the sidewalk, mm-hmm. it looks like she fell like backwards. And so there's like some blood on the sidewalk. She's looking up at him. Um, and you have a general idea that like she, she might struggle to get up on her own. Okay. Fuck. Um, can I trap Santa with magic? You can certainly try. (laughs) I'm going to attempt to, like, freeze him in place. So maybe she has time to get up. Okay. Or... 
Are there multiple Cerberus? Are there multiple what? Like Cerberus. Like you mentioned the the Cerberus heart before. Uh, oh, that you got you got from Mister Ray. Yeah. Or that you got from Milton. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I w- I guess I would say that there's probably potentially there might be another one out in the world somewhere, but unclear where it might be. I know what you're attempting to do. Yeah. Or like a hellhound, you know, I'm going to say, and I think, and I, I know like for the used magic stuff, I feel like the, the line between what's considered like regular magic and like big magic. And I would say like, if you're trying to summon something like a Cerberus, like I would, for me, I think that would be fault. Like that's going to teeter over into big magic. Yeah. I read the like summon monsters is more like smaller things. Like a hellhound. Yeah, you. I mean, you could try and summon a hellhound. You could try and freeze him in place. Um, so I'll what? Just if- freeze I'll just freeze him for right now. Okay. <laughs> Spend too much time on that. All right. Uh, that is a six on the dice plus a th- three weird, so a nine. Okay, which means works imperfectly. Yeah. Um. So. Oh, I choose a glitch. Yeah, I choose. So I, I get to choose whatever glitch. Um, so I'm going to say that you, you like f- freeze him. And like when you do it, he like freezes in place for a set for a moment and kind of looks over at you. It seems to quickly break out of it. And you realize he's from the North Pole. And he looks over and he grins. And he says in a very gruff and and harsh voice, the the cold never bothered me anyway. Oh, Oh. (laughs) of course. (laughs) Yes, I love it. So he like turns to you, goes to take a step, and as he takes his step towards you, the bag smashes down on the woman on the sidewalk. No. And like her just person explodes, and there is like guts and entrails <laughs> all over the place. I wonder if she's okay. <laughs> you can put her back together, it's fine. Humpty Dumpty did it. <laughs> And he he kind of stares at you, both of you, for a second, and he says, Someone's on my list. And you see him like pull out like this giant scroll looking list that appears kind of out of nowhere. And you see him like running his hand down to try and see if he can spot you. Um while he's doing that, is there anything that you both of you would be doing? Yeah, like, I'm gonna look to, like, for is so like what 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 do the roads look like here on this quaint little town? Um, I would just like I would call them like kind of suburban look like they're suburban, they're well plowed, they're mm-hmm. like there's snow falling everywhere, but they're like well kept. Okay, um, and people have yards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. dig a hole. Not, I'm gonna run away, like where he can't immediately see me and start digging a hole so I can, um, I'm I'm making a trap. I'm making a trap. It's important. All right. Uh, give me your, give me your plus or your roll plus sharp. Yep. 
then that would be a oh dear um that's a four <laughs> i love that for you <laughs> oh no so yeah so you like are digging a hole feverishly and like you get it dug and then you realize that there's snow on the ground everywhere and there's no way for you to like effectively cover this and not make it look obvious okay given where you dug the hole but okay. good try well that's what i'm good doing effort. um Hopefully my cousin um, has greater uh, luck. <laughs> uh, Milton. Let's cut over to Milton. Mm. Milton, what are you doing? Uh, I think as Milton's running, um, he's he's really trying to get a, attention to, of these elves on how naughty he is. And he's yelling stuff like, like, butthole. And um, I don't believe in <laughs> tipping. And, you know, <laughs> if, if waitstaff wanted a livable wage, they should just work a livable job and... You know, oh uh, taxes, taxation is theft, like stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I send long text no, messages on. on purpose. You know, I could go on. <laughs> Everyone is now actively rooting for Milton to be uh, dismembered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're, so you're drawing a lot of attention. Um, yeah, so you're as you're drawing all this attention, you a couple of the elves that are like and you what you're noticing as you're running is like the elves aren't running necessarily to like keep up with you. They're like zipping around in all directions around you. So they're moving at lightning speeds. Which should concern you. Um it does. because as you are running in the split second before you run down this like street where there are some trees, a like a pair of elves zip around in front of you and pull like a, a taut string between these two trees where you're running. Oh no, a tinsel trap. And you you are about to trip and fall right on your face. Okay. Um, um I'm I'm gonna try to um how how high is it? Like would it be better to leap or like slide under? Um it's I would say it's fairly like I would say it's like shin level. Because they're okay. small. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to leap over as I'm running. Okay. Um I'm trying to think if this would be like acting under pressure. That's probably that feels like the most appropriate because yeah. you're not protecting anybody you're not Running kicking ass yeah yeah i'm gonna say act under pressure <clears throat> okay um and i don't think i can justify this with the sharp instead so i think this has to be cool okay are you not very cool Milton? uh that's okay though because i got an eight <laughs> and i have to give you another worse outcome hard choice or price to pay so you realize that you can't like you have the ability to jump over this this wire that has been drawn um but what you also realize is there's another you like as you're about to jump you can see that there is like a second crew of elves about maybe 15 feet down the road 
that are kind of hiding in some bushes and like look like they're ready to fucking pounce on you should you not fall. So if you fall, they'll definitely pounce, like they're going to pounce on you and do something. If you make it over the rope, a different group of them potentially are going to pounce on you. Um, yeah, I think I'd rather, I'd rather be caught standing than on my ass. Um, so I'm going to jump over the tinsel and, um, if I can, I want to draw my pistol in preparation. Oh, <laughs> all right. Milton has a gun. Oh yeah. Uh, Milton is a very firm believer in the second amendment. Um, of course. Uh, yeah, he, he he personally funds the the NRA. God, I'm I'm just turning heel on this. <laughs> you are just. We're gonna leave this podcast, and I'm like, Eric, why didn't you kill Milton during the course of this game? <laughs> um, I mean, which I do owe your fellow podcasters uh, a death. That's true. Since, yeah, as I didn't kill you in Slasher Flick. Yeah, yeah. There's. there's um. So you you jump, you draw your pistol. And as soon as your, like, foot hits the ground and you, like, go to take, like, your next, like, two or three steps, mm-hmm. this group of six elves jump out from behind some bushes. And you see, like, they all have, they're armed with, like, daggers. <laughs> awesome. That they have, like, that are nearly as large as them. It's very concerning how they are, like, where did they have them before? Where did, where were they? We don't know. Um, and they start running towards you. All right. Um, I want to fire off a shot at, at, at one of them. Okay. All right. I believe uh, this. I believe this would be kick some ass. It is. Ooh, that's lovely. That is a twelve. Ooh, we love a twelve. Um. So you are successful in shooting one of them. Yeah. And, and I, you get... Oh, I was gonna say, I think for my extra effect, um, I want to force them where I want them. And, okay. um, I want them to, to kind of hesitate on like jumping on me. So I just don't want them to jump on me. Okay. So you fire the gun and one of them drops. And, like, is bleeding out in the middle of the street, which there's, like, a fresh layer of snow and, like, no snowplows have been coming through because everyone yeah. seems to have disappeared. Um, And so there is a, like, small pool of blood seeping out from this elf that is on the ground. And you hear the others start, like, shouting at you in, like, a language you don't understand. But you're pretty sure that they're, that they're screaming fuck mm-hmm. in varying conjugations um just based on kind of demeanor and and the fact that they are flipping you off as as they're saying all of it yeah yeah that sounds about right and so but like the loud pop of the gun startled all of them and they kind of clumped together on the side of the road as if they're trying to kind of figure out what's their best like course of action moving forward okay and I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you there, and we're gonna shift back over to Astazel and our our corgi friend. <laughs> um, so Santa is coming towards you. Well, no, Santa was reading his list. Yes. 
And finally, Santa puts the list away and says, as I suspected, you, my friend, have been very, very naughty. I'm sorry, does this extend to creatures other than humans or or non-residents? And he stares at you and says, Astazel, mm, also yes. known as Aaron, mm. you are on my list. For what exactly? Do you have receipts or... <laughs> <laughs> like the the businessman is coming out right now is there like did he takes you... a, he takes a deep breath and he says well for starters you sold your soul <laughs> uh correction i buy souls i am a demon and he kind of you see him like read the list again he's like mm. the elves don't write well sometimes you are a demon, yes. which for starters puts you on the naughty list. <laughs> you have bought, and you see him like counting, and he's like, you have bought one, two, carry the one, 27 souls this calendar year. So let me ask you another question. Um, are there different parameters for humans and non-humans because if it's well one size fits all that doesn't seem very equitable now does it and you see him just like you see like his face gets redder which is a challenging thing because he already looked pretty red in the face um and like you see like a bit of steam like rising off of his person and he's like you're on the list Therefore, you shall be punished. I'm sorry. Did you check it, check it twice as well? Maybe a third time? While this he is happening... Is... Oh, go ahead. I just, uh, while this is happening, I'm, I'm on the hunt for um, a gazebo that has a Christmas tree with a skirt that I can steal. I realize I don't have... I haven't used my luck, so we're going <laughs> to... Um, do, do we get one luck point? For a one shot. Uh oh, we we didn't talk about luck points. I would say, yeah, I would say like probably one what? if you okay. like one for the for the so uh Ben. So for the luck, you can mark the luck like if you fail a roll. Yeah, there's a thing for there's like seven slots. I assume we're not using all seven. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. Because the intent there for is like longer campaigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. So, screwy doot. You were trying to find a gazebo. Any any outdoor tree that would have a skirt that I could use to cover the hole. Gotcha. <laughs> we're not giving up. Um, so the I mean the the town the town square has like the massive Christmas tree, which would have like some tree skirts okay, on the bottom perfect, of it. Perfect. I'm going to that. Okay. <laughs> so so you go running off and literally leave your friend with angry <sighs> Santa Claus. Oh dear cousin. <laughs> Um, and I guess give me, are you trying to, are you trying to remake the hole? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to put the hole, I'm going to put the, the tree, the, the skirt on top of the hole. I actually, because I, uh, in my gear as a meddling kid, 
Uh, I have a tape recorder, so I'm going to have a recording of my voice saying bad things about Santa, and I'm going to put it down at the bottom of the hole. Okay. I have questions about the physics of how that will work, like, functionally. Like, how does how do you hold the button to record? Oh, it's a dog-friendly... Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm glad that we have accessibility in this game. It is, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do all of this, and I guess give me another roll for your trap. Yep. And I'm going to use my luck to change it to a 12. Because it's a, well, roll it, roll it first, uh, and then an see. Okay, you did you roll an eight or is it no? It's total? a six plus two. Okay. Um, which for you that means it's good, but oh well, on a on an eight, you 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 will be able to capture something with that if you want to use your luck. You could to make it a twelve. Yeah, because if I if I if I use my luck, then I can also um, do an additional thing, and I I can make it so it takes longer for Santa to escape. Okay, so you're going to do that, and it's going to take time for Santa to escape. Yes, it'll take some time for the victim to get free uh, once okay. he's down there. So okay. this is what I'm doing while uh, the negotiations of bad naughtiness are, uh, are taking place. <laughs> Amazing, mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, um, Astazel. Yes. So he, as you're like trying to negotiate all of these things, he reaches into his bag and he pulls out a massive, like what looks like a rock and you realize it's, it's coal. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he just fucking lobs it at you. Oh, and and is like, shut your fucking mouth. You're on the naughty list. So there is a large, I'm going to say it's like, like probably the size of your torso. Mm-hmm. Just like full fledged flying at you. Um, well, I don't want to get hit. <laughs> I mean, that's probably good. It's probably preferable. Um, would this count as, like, kicking ass to, like, avoid getting fucking slammed by a large piece of coal? Um. Or would it be something else? I feel like, I feel like my brain, and, and you can, you can argue with me a little bit, like, you, you can make a justification if you want. My brain says, like, if you're trying to, like, dodge it, that would be acting under pressure. For me, kicking ass would be, like, you're literally trying to, like, withstand the 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 hit or like punch it with your demon fist <laughs> i mean if that's the case i'm just gonna try and like crack straight through this piece of coal yeah go for it okay um so at, at like Azazel sees this coming towards him and he takes off his gloves and puts them in his pocket um that's an eight plus Three because I have unholy strength, so I roll weird instead of tough to kick okay. ass. Yeah. Um, for an eleven, and just okay. full on smashes it. Awesome! And so you, so and you get to choose one of the extra effects. Oh, um, I'm gonna take one forward. Okay, I feel like that's probably the best option here 
All right, that works for me. Um, all right, so as you punch through it, you realize that like you like punch the piece of coal, it shatters, and when it shatters, your view of Santa was obstructed for like a hot second. It shatters, and Santa is gone. <sighs> this is. Not what I had in mind. Where is my cousin? <laughs> I don't, am I done yet? Can I? Am, have I returned? Oh yeah, you. I think I feel like you. In the time all of this happened, you like ran off, grabbed your tree skirt, came back. Um, my tape recorder behind the holes to alert Santa that yeah, it's all. Yeah, so you're okay. saying a bunch of very naughty things. Yes, um, meritocracy is real. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like for I feel like for a corgi though it's gonna be things like cats are great, <laughs> chocolate is delicious cats and rule. should be Dogs eaten at every rule. meal. <laughs> Lightning is not scary. All right, so so you all have that set, um, Milton. Yes, you have startled a group of elves, and you have a gun. Mm-hmm. Because you're that kind of person. Milton's got yeah. a gun. He does have. <laughs> so, Milton, tell me what what are you going to do with this group of elves that you have in front of you? Um, if they're in front of me, I want to just try to um, just like power through. Okay, power through in what way? Like just um, you just want to keep running? Yeah, I just want to run straight through them. Okay. Um I would say give me another act under pressure. Okay. Oh, that's a That is a 6. Yeah, I'll take the experience on that. Okay. Um so you you like have them all like in a little cluster. Let's let me ask you. So let me ask you a, a question for Milton. Yep. How often do you use your gun? Like, is it something you, you would use normally in a hunt? Yes. I think okay. Milton, Milton usually sports um, his Magnum pistol or a uh, cold iron sword. Okay. Um. So I'm going to say that you attempt to like turn and run and what you didn't realize was that the elves were kind of giving you a bit of a show like they were hoping mm-hmm. you would engage with them yeah yeah and when you didn't and you turned to like run uh they clamor on you and you fall asleep oh no and everything goes dark Oh no. Uh Astazel and Scrooby Dutes. What are you like so Santa's gone, what are you doing? I am putting on a disguise kit to look like a elf. <laughs> I don't know how smart they are. You just have this? I, mean, I have a disguise kit, yes. In my gear. I took a tape recorder, disguise kit, and a camera. Oh, well, 
That's that's adorable. You can teach an, uh, teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> I just have this vision. Have any of you seen the, I'm going to call it a uh, cinematic masterpiece uh, called Thanks Killing? <laughs> I have not seen I've, this, no. <laughs> I've heard of it. I haven't had a yeah, chance heard to of see it. it. There is a literal scene where the turkey murders somebody, rips its face off, and then wears it around their house. And the daughter doesn't realize that it's not her dad. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> what? <a point. laughs> oh it my is, lord! It is. It's literally this turkey who is like four feet tall, oh talking God. to this like girl, and is like, "I'm your dad, and you'll listen to me." And she's like, "Yes, dad." <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Perfect, perfect. <laughs> it's it's like when you said corgi wearing like an elf disguise. That yeah. was literally where my brain went. Where it's like, obviously, you don't look like an elf. Oh, like, no, everyone no. believes it for some reason. I'm the most adorable elf that ever existed. <laughs> Oh goodness. Okay, so you does your disguise kit require like a roll? It just says uh mystery solving gadgets pick 3. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see. Okay, I see it. Um Sure, you have a disguise kit. You kind of look like an elf. Let's Amazing. let's just, I feel like that's fine. <laughs> so, what are you what are you two doing? Uh, I'm listening because Santa disappeared. I'm seeing if we can hear like ho ho is from where, anywhere else. Um, because Milton is also not with us and it's, it's dark. Yeah, okay. failing seeing anything else, I'd try and go find Milton. Okay. Um, what are you doing to try and find Milton? Like, are you are you calling? Are you like tracking his his steps in the snow? Like, what are what are you doing? Um, do we know where he parked his van prior? Uh, I mean, you all were in the van, so you would have known where the van was left the last time you saw it. Because I would say you... Can you smell him? Can I smell him? Uh, yeah, I'll say give me... Just give me an uh, investigate a mystery... Okay. This data so like your, so it's, your uh, roll plus sharp. Plus sharp is two, so that's eight. No, sorry, I got a seven, so it's nine. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, I would say if you're if you're trying to figure out where he like where did he go, you have like the general scent of like down the street and you're able to follow it. Okay, we can do Onward. that. Right. So you get to a certain point. And the the scent stops. And like when you look at the snow, you can see like the tracks, like there were footsteps leading up to a certain point. You see what looks like a bunch of little footsteps kind of coming up to a single point. And then there's no more footsteps. Well, this is... Most unfortunate. He didn't carry any treats, so, you know. <laughs> Screw me. Um, did we know that he had a flamethrower? For one. that he That's what he was going for? Or did he... I don't remember if he told us that. Yes, I told you all that. Okay. Um, hmm. And there's no... And, like, I assume with Joseph, there's there's no 
just just everything just disappeared. There's no scent. There's no anything. Yeah, it's like it's gone, mm-hmm. and you're you're not entirely sure where it where it went. Do I know where he keeps his flamethrower? Well, yeah, you would, you would know it's yeah, you would know it's in the van. How big is said flamethrower? Uh, Milton, how big would your how how big is your flamethrower? Can a corgi wield it? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, it does say um, heavy as one of the tags. So, okay, so two handed. Yeah, it's going to be at least two handed. Okay. Um, how far away is the hole that Scoopy built, dug, assembled, <laughs> put together? Um, I mean, I think it was kind of a. Re- I mean, and and feel free to correct me if I'm if I'm wrong on this, uh, Scrooby Scrooby Doot. Uh, but I got the sense it was kind of a rat, like a rat, literally around the corner from where Santa was. It, it's yeah, yeah. It was somebody's yard with a tree, okay. you know, nearby. You know, just that. So the milk and cookies. Did we take them? I don't know who had yes. them. Oh, okay. Are they in a, my doggy backpack? Like you were, you were busting through charcoal, and Milton yeah. was had a gun. So they, I, they were. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like Astazel, like took, bought and took the milk and cookies. My, my assumption was that they are on your person. Okay, so yes. you have. I just didn't take them out. Okay, because I was smashing through charcoal. Yes. <laughs> So, okay. Um, since I have, like, this supernatural strength, can I, like, just not wield, but, like, one hand carry the flamethrower? Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Those. I'll say that sounds... That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Like, just take the flamethrower so we have it and start trekking back towards the trap that my cousin dug. <laughs> okay. So I'll say it takes about like 15 to 20 minutes to like get to the van, get the thing, come back to the, to the hole in the ground. And when you get back to the hole in the ground, you find four elves are trapped (laughs) in the bottom of this hole. (laughs) But like, they don't seem distraught. Like they're just kind of chilling. Like the two of them are playing like patty cake with each other. And then the other two are just like, kind of like play fighting with each other. It's a very odd moment that you're stumbling upon. Uh, can I peek over the hole in my disguise? Because I look just like them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And tell them, um, Hey guys, I bumped my head and forgot where we bring people that are bad. Can you tell me? I'm using my (laughs) car. <laughs> Hello, fellow elves. Hello. Exactly. I am Steve Buscemi. Uh, How do you board. do, fellow kid? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can try to. I can use manipu- I can use my charm to manipulate them if that's what this is. Like, uh, yeah. Let's go for it. Let's go. I'm going to say use your manipulate because you are trying to convince them that you don't know where a thing is. Yes, and that I'm an elf. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but obviously, the, the, okay. Uh, da, 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 let me roll, and that is 
seven plus charm of two, that's nine. Okay. So for manipulate somebody. So they'll do it, but they like are going to need you to like prove that you mean it. Mm. Um, so they're going to look at you and say, uh, how do I play this out? I think they're going to, they're going to look up at you. They're all kind of, you see them like look surprised and they're like, how did you forget where we take people? Did you not read the plan? Nope. I am been very irresponsible. I am sorry. It's been the same plan for, you see one of them doing math and they're like, a long time. Yeah, but I've been hanging back. This I've, this is my first time actually trying. I'm a slacker. I'm sorry. I'm trying to prove things to my family. You know, it's, just, it's a whole thing. So the one looks up at you and they go, if you're really an elf, <laughs> what is it that Santa really, really loves above anything else? I'm like I'm like off to the side and I just like hold up the bag of cookies that's somehow still warm. Yeah. I mean come on. They know how to yeah, make it. It's gonna be warm. Yeah. I just like hold them up and like shake like uh, not saying anything. Milk and cookies. <clears throat> and you see them all kind of like huddle up for a second and you hear them being like do you know the answer? No, I don't know the answer. I just thought you might know the answer. It seemed like a good question. <laughs> Trust me, he told and me this the, himself. And then they like, they look back up at you as if you couldn't hear anything they just said. And they're like, mm, yes, milk and cookies are what Santa loves above everything else. You know that we're, they kind of like look up, they look up at the, like the night sky and they're like, Oh, it's getting that time. Uh, we're we're about to start rounding people up and taking them to the town square for final judgment. And mm-hmm. they all start like cackling and like <laughs> jumping up and down and like smacking each other. And they're like so hyped about torture. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I say, okay, I'll meet you there. Um, I have to go to the bathroom. Be right back. And then I disappear. So I assume my cousin was able to hear this. <laughs> yes. You talk incredibly loudly. Okay. <laughs> uh all right. So what are you what are you doing with this information? Uh first off, you have the flamethrower. Do you want to kill these elves? Um, I guess, or we could just go to straight to the town. Are they like stuck in the hole? They didn't look worried. <laughs> yeah, I would say based on like everything that you have seen so far, We've you seen have at least here. A... Yeah. So I'll be nice and spare them. Okay. So we're off to town center, town square, whatever. Running all over town. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you start walking toward the town center or the town square. You're noticing that 
on some of the houses, you're seeing people like as you're kind of like looking down the street, you're seeing people being like pushed out of their houses by elves. They're like basically marching people toward town square. Um, anytime that someone like tries to resist, you see them kind of wave their hand. The person like collapses and then a couple elves come rushing in to pick them up and start carrying them down towards town square. I'm going to suggest we pretend you're my prisoner. Yeah. Any, anytime <laughs> someone looks at us, uh, I'm, I'm just like, I'm behind him and telling him, Hey, keep going. We're getting, <laughs> you have somewhere to be human. Um, okay. I'm going to pause you two. <clears throat> okay. As you all are walking down the street. <laughs> Milton. Yes. You wake up. You are sitting at the base of a very large Christmas tree surrounded by other people. Everyone, like people around you look afraid, but also like they've kind of accepted fate. Okay. Um... You're, you're not like tied up in any way. You're just literally sitting underneath a tree. All right, I have an idea. Um, I want to use my alternate weird move, weird science. Okay. Um, and I want to rig the tree to set on fire. I love it. Give me I'm, your roll. I'm assuming it's decorated and whatnot, so let's have some fun. Absolutely. There's, there is tinsel, there is garland, there are lights. This thing will go up in flames if you want it to. Ooh, is that pine? Wonderful. This is the war on Christmas that they're concerned about. <laughs> Gays burning Christmas trees and killing Santa. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a 10. Yeah, so you are successful. All right. So um, for weird science on a 10 or more, you pick two requirements. Um, Wait, I, I picked two requirements? Uh, I, I picked two. Uh, if oh, I okay. rolled anything lower, like, you could pick them. Um, oh, wow, this is interesting. Okay. Um, so, hmm. I think it says it won't work exactly as I intended. So my options are it needs rare or weird material. It won't be very reliable. It requires huge amount of power or fuel. It'll take a long time to get it working. It won't work exactly as you intended, or you'll need help to finish it. Um, so um, I think it doesn't work exactly as I intended. So I'll give you the freedom to decide, you know, if it's uh, if it lights up too fast or, you know, anything in that regard. And I think the other thing is um, I'll need help to finish it. So I look around at the other people that are there and I'll be like, hey, does anybody have a light? Um, and I'll say like one of the people that's nearby. Um, you recognize him. It, it's uh, uh, I don't think I gave him a name. Or I might have right down. Uh, so the the manager from the winter Winterville Goods that was okay. berating the cashier, ah yeah, I, is I, is kind of sitting sitting next to you and is like, 
I, I got a light. What do you, what do you need? Oh, I just need to borrow your lighter. Uh, sir, I am, we are sitting under a Christmas tree about to be part of ritual sacrifice. If you could just give me like a sentence as to why you need my lighter, I'll be inclined to give it to you. I just want to know what you're going to do. I'm going to light up the tree because it'll keep Santa away. That's all you had to say. It wasn't that difficult. And he hands you like a pretty substantially sized like Zippo lighter. Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> and um, I want to work with the Zippo lighter to turn it into a small explosive. Amazing. And um, and then I'm going to light it and just toss it on, in the tree. And uh, then I'm going to yell run and just sprint from the tree. All right. Um, give me. No, I was going to try and have you roll to like, see if like the townspeople listen to you, but I also feel like the tree going up in flames is going to make people move quickly. So tree goes up in flames. Everyone starts to scatter. Um, as people start kind of getting away, like the elves are trying to like keep people near the tree. But anytime that like a small, like a, like a bulb explodes or like something comes like off the tree and it lands near an elf, you realize that like they jump back from the fire as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, all right. Uh, they're weak to guns and fire. (laughs) Milton is a war criminal. Uh, I mean, a flamethrower is a war crime, so... <laughs> that's how he got to be a millionaire. Uh, I mean, how, that's how they all... <laughs> Alright, Astazel and um, Scrooby Doot, you all are running towards the town square. As you get close, you see Milton just, like, lob something at the tree, and it explodes. Kobe. There is fire everywhere. Like you can feel the warmth off the tree, like two blocks away. We leave that man to get kidnapped for one minute. (laughs) I thought he was dead. (laughs) I would have known if he was dead. I have a bet on his soul. (laughs) Well, we're not all gambling addicts. Okay. Well, you own a casino. (laughs) Yeah, but not everybody does. I should have never accepted you as a business partner. <laughs> um, so what are what are y'all doing? I'm running towards the town square. <laughs> okay. Saw this thing blow up and I'm like, okay, well, there's Milton. Same. Oh, wonderful. So... You got my signal. <laughs> it's a little hard to tell, but yeah, we... So... As you all are like standing around this tree and people like all the the townsfolk are kind of running the elves again, like they're trying to push people back, but like the townsfolk are recognizing that they're afraid of fire. And so they're like grabbing branches or whatever they can get their hands on and like basically making like torches and waving like fire in front of the elves, which is causing them to like back off a little bit and people are starting to kind of make their escapes into respective home, like down the streets, going into places. They're trying their best to kind of scatter. And off in the distance, you 
it's you hear it far away, but it seems like it's quickly approaching. And you hear that that very deep, jolly ho ho ho. Um, as Santa descends with a sleigh pulled by like they look at this point, they look like zombies. Like they look like zombie reindeer pulling the sleigh. And it kind of descends down into the town square and he hops off and he is just fully enraged that all of his naughty people have gotten away. Milton, here's your toy. Oh, wonderful. And Milton's going to strap it on. Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's get naughty. <laughs> uh, so Milton, what are, what are you doing? Uh, uh, Milton, what are you, so what oh. are you doing with your flamethrower? I I can assume, but just say it out loud. Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna look at uh, Santa and his sleigh and just say, uh, <clears throat> "Happy holidays, motherfucker!" And <laughs> I'm gonna kick some ass. I love it. Give me that roll. With a flamethrower. Um, yeah, that's an eight. But I want to go ahead and use my luck to make it a 12. All right. And um, for the added effect, I want to just inflict terrible harm. So the flamethrower okay. does four harm instead of three. All right, so you you like light Santa up. You see like his red coat goes fully up in flames. He like rips it off and as he does, like you realize like his skin and his body look they actually well, Azazel, you would notice like he actually looks demonic. Hmm. Like his under like his like what's underneath the the jacket and everything as his like skin is exposed and you can see almost like it's like like when a like a drag queen does makeup on their face and like stops partway down and the, the makeup line just like stops at the bottom of their neck. Mm-hmm. It's like different tones, so you can like you get the vibe of either illusion magic or actual makeup that like has done up his face, um, but that he is potentially a demon. Interesting. So Santa doesn't like being set on fire. Most people wouldn't. (laughs) And Santa, let me just check my. So Santa. Disappears for a moment. And then around you all. Reappears three Santas. Oh, like around, like in a circle around us. Yeah, so we'll say like kind of triangular around where you all are. There are now three Santas. They all look identical, um, and they're just they kind of in unison say, "You have been judged. You have been sought and found to be naughty. The punishment is death." And they kind of start like moving in on you. Um, I'm going to go to Scrooby-Doot. What are you doing as three? Gi- and these are like, 
for you, these are massive creatures. They're mm-hmm. eight feet tall a piece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like a foot and a half on a good day. <laughs> uh, I, um, just reading my things, like what I have. Uh, I will, can I defer to see what other people are doing and then try to help? Yeah, that's really fine. Uh, Ask Zazel, what are you doing? Oh, well, I see you're still not equitable towards all of the other creatures you deal with. Well, what a poor businessman you make. Uh, all, just... th- all three Santas in unison go, you talk too much. Yes, that's why I'm such a good businessman. Anyway, do you care for some milk and cookies? Fresh? I, I pull them out from seemingly my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> out of this bag, I suddenly have a plate of milk and cookies. Yeah. Uh... Sorry, I was dealing with it. I had a cat who was... <laughs> running around doing things so santa, head, like Zelda. so santa looks all three of them look at the plate of milk and cookies and they all just kind of stop and then two of them dissipate leaving one santa staring directly at the milk and cookies and he says you will hand those over quickly I'm sorry. Have you been nice this year? Santa pulls out the like writing, like the whip that he had and whips directly at your arm to make you drop the plate of milk and cookies. Rude. Um, So I guess how do you try and like resist or fight back against that? Um... Could I close the distance between us? Yeah, you could do that. Okay. Um, So, like, using it as a distraction, essentially, I, like, drop the plate of cookies and go for him. Like, Okay. So, kind of, like, as he's coming for the cookies, you're going for him? Yeah. I, like, drop the cookies in one motion and lunge at him. Okay, uh, I guess give me some kick some ass. I'm gonna kick some ass. The the claws come out. <laughs> uh, that is a nine. Okay, total. So you are successful in kicking ass, but uh, you you harm each other. Okay. So basically, I think like the whip did hit your arm. Mm-hmm. And that, I'll say, gave you, like, a harm. Okay. And then you inflicted harm on on Santa. What did you do? Like, what did you actually do to Santa? So, the the whip stings, but I am immortal. Um, Right. So I take one less. Um, But I have vicious claws, and I'm just lunging and trying to rake them across his body. All right. Um, And they, they would deal three harm. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so he's he's. I mean, he's not looking great. He's getting a little wobbly. Um, so he 
Milton. Well, yeah, Milton or Scrooby Doo. What are what are you all doing at this point? Um, I was very relieved to see Santa form up into one. Um, because now I can just focus uh, this flamethrower on the single one Santa. All right, go for it. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, that is a ten. <laughs> It's a it's a nine on the dice plus one. All right. So so go ahead and just tell me like how how do you murder and kill the Santa Claus? <laughs> uh I think Bilton just kind of aims the flamethrower and said, uh, I like Thanksgiving better anyways, and just lets him have the, the full like two gallons of fuel. Oh my god. <laughs> and remember kids it's not a war crime the first time <laughs> <laughs> right because he's never used this flamethrower before right oh, that, that's that's canon I mean he's never used it around you all so <laughs> so you you go in like you unleash this this flamethrower Santa like is engulfed in flames like it's like heredit like the movie hereditary oh lord when, mm-hmm. like they're just like engulfed in flame strooming about falls into the christmas tree that is still also in flames and collapses to the ground and the weird thing that happens is that once the body is like sufficiently charred and santa is definitely dead his entire being just seems to vanish like dissipate and just it's almost like not that he like mystically disappeared like wasn't there to begin with but just like an energy got released by his death and you see it kind of like in a small like cloud of smoke kind of rise up and then just disappear into the night sky you see all of the elves kind of stop what they're doing they all look at each other and then they look at Milton and they kind of come running up in a small group and they just go, what do you need us to do? You now have accessible to you. Should you ever play Milton in a monster of the week with me again? Uh, you have access to elves as creatures you can summon to do minor things for you. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so as like after they like like I'm you know, the the elves after they realize that there's nothing else left for them to do, they all disappear. And part of kind of claiming ownership over them is that you rec- like you realize and they give you a little bit of the insight as well, like they are incredibly fast. They have the ability to kind of drop people and put them to sleep if you need them to. Um And part of the magic of Santa Claus is that Winterville was not the only town that Santa went after, but it was the one that you just happened to be in. Santa had the ability to be in many places at once. Uh, Which is, you know, Santa Claus. You can be literally across the entire world in one single night. Uh, So he, to do that, knew how to, like, be multiple. All three of those Santa Santas could have hurt you. 
Mm-hmm. As they were all equally real. Mm. Santa just got distracted by your milk and cookies. <laughs> yeah, he uh, did. I mean, if you if you would have gone for like if it would have been a milkshake, it might have brought all the boys to the yard. Mm. <laughs> we would have had allies. Uh, before we wrap up, though, the important question: since this is a Hallmark movie, who's staying in town with the hunky shop owner or carpenter or? Asta's a one hundred percent. Okay, I w- I was gonna say that Barbara found love. Barbara, of course, uh, yeah, she used the oh, was she a high-powered take, businesswoman in the city? Take the guy she had her eye on out on a nice date. Mm-hmm. She finally, her heart finally warmed. It might have been the fire from the Christmas tree, <laughs> or it might have been the money. <laughs> but she, her, and uh, his name is Mike, the owner of the uh, the Winter Winterville Goods Store. Oh, that's so sweet. They've always eyed each other as they both like would come and go from work. But Barbara was just a little timid and thought that she wasn't his type. And then when he thought that she had money, she became his type. (laughs) Oh, so it's capitalism again. I mean, that is the true enemy here. But as all Hallmark movies, when the truth was revealed that she she was a waitress and she wasn't rich, he realized that he loved her all along. Exactly. One hour and 37 minutes into the movie with ads. Yeah, obviously. Mm -hmm. And and that honestly is the true meaning of Christmas and why we're all here today. Yeah, to to get a good Yay. dicking. <laughs> all right, You're amongst us. Well, that's <laughs> that is our game. Oh Lord! Thank you, all of you, for for playing, and thank you for coming along on these shenanigans. I I cannot wait for people to hear this and understand that it was it was capitalism all along oh this was a blast yeah thank you so much (laughs) yeah so let's do um we'll get on the line and do my my question of if you'd like to be found on the internet where can people find you uh we will start with nanite yeah um so you can find me on twitter at nanite tech and on twitch at nanite technology i'm getting back into streaming so i should be live more often Nice. And Nanite has run many a monster a week. Well, you run a campaign and then like some one shots on stream. Yep. yep. And they're definitely not the last ones. Amazing. Uh, Mr. Ray, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter again, if it's still up uh, at Mr. Ray RPG with an underscore between each. Uh, you can also find me on the podcast $2 creature feature. Um, where I run Monster of the Week. Um, right now we have two seasons out. And um, by the time this episode comes out, some uh, very big things will come out in our second season. So, uh, you know, be sure to tune in on that. Um, other than that, uh, I make games so you can find me on Itch. Um, I'll, I'll give Eric the, the link to my Itch so we can uh, just add it into the show notes. Yeah. But yeah. All right. And then, Ben, if you'd like to be found on the internet, where can people find you? I cannot be found on the internet. All Error right. For Honestly, four. a good way to be. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, as as the internet is slowly collapsing, well, I mean, Twitter is slowly Twitter, collapsing yeah. on itself. All of it is. Uh, I will say, by the time this goes up, if if there is somewhere, if, if anything has changed for folks in terms of where they can be found, I will put that in the show notes. Um, as we're recording this a few weeks out from its release. And who knows if Twitter will still be here by the time this episode airs. Um, 
And if you are listening, I would like to find our social media. Uh, again, if Twitter exists, we are at the queer XP. We are on Instagram at the queer XP. Um, and you can find me, your intrepid host at E C R U M R I N E. That's E crumrine on Twitter, Instagram hive. I think I exist on Mastodon. Don't ask, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but we can be found anywhere. Um, again, all links and show notes, all that good stuff. So as always, this is the queer experience. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh, 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 oh